listening to Frankly My Dear, the podcast. I'm Fariza. And I really just want to hear from you, women with a story to tell. No lies, no drama. Okay, maybe just a little bit. I hope you like it here. Let's get started. Now that time has passed, uh, we all warm up already. Shall we get to the good stuff? Yes, Whoa. we should. Let's oh my god, let's into, do it. Let's get deep. <laughs> okay, I give you all one one. Okay. Okay. Is it okay to go back to your partner after he cheats for the first time? Hmm. Is it okay to go back to your partner after he cheats for the first time? Hmm. Uh, Been there. <laughs> Same. Oh. Same girl. Same. I think, yeah. First time, uh, just first time cheating, is it? First time. Ugh. Uh, one depends on how long you know the person. Because even though if you know a person for eight years, they're still going to cheat on you regardless you never like for our parents as well how well do we know them oh i don't <laughs> want to know <laughs> like how you live with them every day but you see new traits every day with them like yeah. i live with my parents so i was like oh hey, 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 you like this hey, i didn't know you know but um i think for me to keep it brief how long you know the person and then after that how much the person like in normal day daily mistakes how much does that person or your partner or your boyfriend wants to change something and be a better person? Like from your observation itself. Uh, I think it's okay to accept someone uh, for cheating for the first time. Mm. But you have to actually ask them what they, what are the plans that they want to lay out and change that. If they don't and it's like empty then yeah. give them a time frame of probably one month or two months uh. Having to change? If you're patient, yeah. Mm. If you're impatient, just give them a couple of weeks. Wow. <laughs> and then dump the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but for me right now, I won't deal with this kind of things. Like, you cheat, okay, bye. Yeah. It's true. Eh? Yeah. If you really want a person, you wouldn't. You would appreciate that person after so many toxic relationships, you know. Mm. But, yeah. I think for me, um, yeah, same, same with Shida. Um, it depends on the degree of cheating. And I think that comes from your own personal boundaries. You have to decide for yourself what is good enough for me. So if... For some people, emotional cheating is just as bad as physical cheating. Yeah. Some people, it's okay, you know. Um, for some people, texting is bad enough. For some people, if it's you have to sleep with a person, then it's officially cheating, and then that's like one count. So for me, because I have experienced that, and I did give the person another chance, and he ended up cheating on me again. Mm. Um, for me, I think at, I was at a point in my life where I was young, and I thought that this was the best that I could get. And that goes back to personal boundaries and what you think constitutes as cheating and what is good enough for you. So I felt like this was the best guy I could get, mm. sadly enough. And so I told myself, okay, um, let's work this out. Let's give, you, uh, let's give ourselves another, another, another chance. But I think if you do decide to stay with this person, it is also important for you guys to decide this happened in the past. I'm not going to hold it over your head and Very make true. you feel guilty. Yeah. And as the person who cheated, you also cannot feel like you are constantly trying to make up, make it up to this person because mm. then you're, there's a shift in power and a shift in balance mm. and you will always have the upper hand if you were the person who was, che- you were che- um, who was cheated on. And that power imbalance is not a good feeling, mm. I tell you. Like you will always feel like, yeah, you you should do this for me. Remember what you ha- what happened? Like that happens or, all the time, man. Yeah, like you know, um, why you um, or you know, giving giving examples like that and holding this this incident over this person's head. So if you do wanna stay with this person, you have to tell yourself 
that happened in the past, we're going to move on. But that person who cheated also has to, like Sheila said, actively show that he yeah. is he or she has changed um, and that he or she is committed in this relationship. Because, yeah, I mean, everything has changed, guys. After the yeah. first cheating incident, everything has changed. Yep. And you have to be mature enough to be like, okay, that that happened, I'm ready, I'm willing to let it go. I have forgiven, I haven't forgotten, but we need to move on. And hopefully that works out. For me, it didn't. And I'm actually quite thankful it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the person who asked that question, I, I, I wonder what she's going through. Yeah. I hope she's yeah. going through something uh, and, and she gets the advice she needs. Uh, Tara, what about you? Um, I don't have any past experience to look back on. But I mean, it depends on... I think everyone will have their own perception of like how do you want to deal with it. Some people are on the side, on the side of a fence where no, you should leave the person. While some mm. others are like you guys, where you know you decide to give the person a chance. I also am a firm believer of um, giving people second chances, but I think mm. it also depends on like what you want out of the relationship. You know, mm. like if you are going to, if you feel that. I mean, it's all about self-evaluation, right? Like, if you feel that if you're going to stay on with this relationship and give the person another chance, then you must be prepared to... Um, I mean, not to, to think badly, but it's just more of like, you have to really think of um, the repercussions if, let's say, this person is going to cheat again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to also have the mentality that, hey, you know, like, maybe this person is going to change. So it's really up to you how you want to... Like how much you value the relationship. Like, do you really, really feel that um, you can carry on with the relationship without yeah. that hovering behind yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Because it's just gonna eat you up on the inside. Like every time you scared, every time you're like, mm. where are you like, ah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh, are you? Uh, oh, you're going out with your friends. Who? Like, what time you're going back? Take you know, a photo like, with them. Yeah. It's like don't do that to yourself. If you know that you are that kind of person who's gonna be insecure and like, I cannot do it. Then just leave. Because mm. not just be- not because you give up on the person and don't want to give the person another second chance, but it's just more for your own sanity yeah. and for your own sake. Like you just don't want to do that to yourself. Like just be kind to yourself. Mm. That's True. just how I I, I I would view it. Like if I were ever I mean, if whoever who's listening and you're going through such things, I think just ask yourself like, can you manage it? Yep. You know, like if you feel like I cannot, you know, it's taking a toll on your mind, then just take it as you know just take it and go if it happens in the future it, you guys for some reason the paths cross again then you can consider again mm. but yeah just don't do it to yourself like, life is too short for you to just keep yes yeah life is really just too yeah. short to keep like are you are, is this person still cheating on me like is he, what, who is he texting you know like don't do that to yourself just don't it's gonna be detrimental to your mental exactly. health exactly true yeah important mental and you're gonna health. stop yourself from growing yes yeah. agree so we hope you're okay yeah we hope yeah. you're okay mm-hmm. and you know whatever decision that you choose to make um, just ma- we hope that it's like for the um, best for you la, at this time yeah. yep. take care okay who's next I have a question but um, go for it you guys can oh, nothing's wrong you all know where I stand with my question so <laughs> <laughs> feel free uh, I have one okay so I'm just gonna take like the first part of it hmm what are your takes on relationships with different mindsets? In the sense that she gave an example of, let's say, uh, like we were talking about how, like I was talking about how, you know, the lifestyle in Singapore for men is actually, in comparison, different to someone who is from America, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say that the girl is, 
a lady who is independent, who has her, who has a strong, you know, perspective okay. on life. It's like a go-getter. And then the guy is very, let's just make it relatable to our Singaporean context and probably a little bit close to mine. Someone who is a mummy's boy. Oh, Like okay. I'm like extremes here, right? Okay, okay. But uh, how how does you know how do you deal with it? The different perspectives in relationships. That was what she was asking. Say, so, hmm. hmm. That's why I was like, oh, what should I answer to this? Hmm. How are? Sometimes mindsets. Uh, I think it depends on how much influence. I think that's one factor, like mm-hmm. how much influence that person has over that particular mindset. Like for example, this mummy's boy mindset, right? Mm. If sorry to the mummy's boys out there, mm. and, you know, if your mom has that, you, has a lot of or high influence on you and your mindset, right? Then that will affect like how you view like the whole situation. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I just think that it's a lot of like how much influence, you know, the, the person has over or whoever that person has over the the guy or for example the mummy's boy. I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I think so, for me, influence. you can have different mindsets, but as a person, you must have a list of non-negotiables. Mm. Where okay, um, in terms of religion, politics, or whatever, this person needs to be on the same page as me. Everything else, we can work it out. Um, so for me, like your fundamentals and your non-negotiables, you have to decide for yourself mm. what is it, uh, what are these things, and then because if you if you say that I only want to meet people who think a certain way, wow, this this particular mindset, and then you're literally closing yourself off to other people who are different from you and people that, you know, sometimes opposites attract, right? And mm. it just makes a relationship more interesting. Um, I don't know if a mummy's boy and an independent woman can work it out unless, hey. unless they're open to compromising yeah. and they are willing to meet in the middle in some parts and... Yeah, difficult, right? Like it's relatable. It's relatable to our our society because I I like I say lifestyles in that's what that's solely from my observation. I mean, it's completely okay for you to be filial to your mom. Like I am too, mm. but mm. I think in marriage it takes a sh- it takes a shift where you have to have a little bit of a backbone and you have to make your own call. Yes. Mm. You know, but okay. Wait, what is a mummy's boy? What is your understanding of mummy's boy? From my observation, someone who completes... You know how we list, how we hear horror stories about horror, um, bad mother-in-laws? Oh, yeah, the in-laws. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That kind. Like, uh, for me, the observ- from my observation, like, mommy's boy... Okay, this is the bad one. Uh, huh? okay. um, everything also listen to mom. Mm. Ah. Agree. I think that's my similar understanding also. Okay. And mm. also, it's like, very hard as a daughter-in-law it will be hard for you to please the yeah. mother like are you really taking care of my son properly mm-hmm. are you you know like how come you never why my son looks so skinny you know never, like yeah there are people who are like that we've heard about it yeah you know thankfully for me Hamila, i don't I, I, my mom-in-law is like freaking amazing mm. like i cannot i mean i can't say the same for a lot of other sisters out there but yeah. I'm very, I, f- I, can't, I consider myself very lucky. And I actually do think to a certain extent, I think that my my husband is a mommy's boy. I think he's going to be like, what? What do you mean? Um, I, I do agree because he's the only son. Ah, he's the okay, first nah. child. He's the only boy. So both his parents really look up to him quite a lot. But yeah, it 
it, that's why I say it depends on the level of influence. Like, mm. my husband, he's totally like, he knows that his mom really loves him a lot. Like, he's both his parents. But at the same time, he's always this, like, I am my own person. Yeah. Mm. You know, I still love my parents. I'll do anything for them. But he will also know when to say no. Right. Yeah. So, he's the mommy's boy that always, like, ev- every time will. Uh, challenge like if he feels that why you need to do this like why must it be this way mm. and they will be like okay you know so it depends on that's why the level of influence and how much I don't I guess personality as a yeah. as a man you know like it, it, some men are a little bit more subdued in the way they want to deal with it because they they view it as oh if I banta or I go against my parents then I am a bad child Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, uh, not the hacker, that term, right? So maybe when this person is growing up, he may have had that thought in his head, like, oh, yeah. I need to always listen because, oh, um, sugar always, you know, the heaven lies in the mother's feet if I say no. But there's always, when you get into relationship and you get married, your, 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 what do you call that? Your responsibilities change. Yes, you have to take care of your mom, correct, mm. and your parents, right? But now your responsibility is mainly is like your wife, and then you know it's almost at the same level to a certain degree. I may be wrong, but this is just my perception of it, lah. Mm. So as a guy, so you have to have that personality. It's a personality trait. I feel yeah. some of them are a little bit more, and like what you have been told ever since you grew up. Like, oh, yeah. kalau kau tak jaga aku lah, like, nanti kau masuk, like, you know, you go to Noraka, <laughs> go to hell, you know. <laughs> huh, what? You're going against me? Like, oh, that's it. Hell is the place for you, you know. But yeah. it's not exactly... It depends ah, because there are certain... There's so many other cases like like children who really treat their parents like shit. Then oh, there's, you true. know, that's the mm-hmm. caliber. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's yeah. The, then there's you who's like, oh, um... Take me to go shopping. But mom, I got work to do. Oh, anak derhaka. You know, then there's that. And then there's the... <laughs> emotional black never, yeah, Then there's the... Never give money for monthly food. Yeah. Never, like, never give the house... Like, let them stay in a proper housing, yeah. all this. Like, the, the parents, like, so sick also don't want to see. Yeah, then there's that. So it's like... <laughs> the spectrum is very so, wide, yeah. you know. Adding to that, she was, uh, she was asking, um, religion-wise, mm. what if there was different mindsets? What do you guys think? Different religion or same religion, different yeah. mindset? <laughs> same religion, different mindset. Mm. Oh, okay. Deep. Okay. <laughs> I don't I, know how to. It's, it's hard. Ah. Yeah. Like, like like I said, that's that was my non-negotiable for me, religion. Mm. And how um, how you view me as a Muslim woman, are there expectations? Mm. <laughs> if you think I need to stay at home, take, raise the kids and whatever, or um, I need to serve you drinks when you come home, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. There are expectations. I, I, I can't even deal with that. I don't want to compromise with someone like that mm. because coming thinking that way already to me is problematic. So, mm. exactly. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I would feel the same way. We're talking about religion, right? I think adding to what uh, both Tiara mm. and Fariza said, same religion, different perspective. A bit difficult. Eh? That was my one rule breaker. I broke, <laughs> I broke up with an ex boyfriend because we're both Muslims. Mm. It's non negotiable for me as well. Like I, you know, um, the one rule that he had for me was like it was a whole history that goes with it. But the one rule breaker was that uh, we're not married yet. Like, we mm. were just dating. So he was like, uh, "Why didn't you serve me drinks when I come back home?" I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, no. It's like, you're not Yeah. <laughs> okay. No hands, so you is it? God gave you a hand for nothing. Exactly. But this is the kind of like, I know I know it's purely from observations from the parents, you know, probably. Mm. Yeah, we Influence know. Yeah. But the thing is, one time has evolved and two, what kind of 
Okay, this sounds... What kind of request is that? <laughs> because mm. if you're not doing... Probably you are not doing something right. That's why the girl... For me, myself, I wasn't happy because you're not doing things that I want to and you're requesting me to do things like that. Right. Like, why would I... Now you're stiff. Tada tangan. You know? Yeah. So, I think, yeah, I would agree with Farizah as well. I wouldn't work out. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that sounds like a cultural thing. Mm. I don't think it's it's a thin line between religion and culture but I personally find that it's culture. Hmm. Is this just Melayu thing where the wife have to serve the husband and all this? If you put it in that manner, I mean if going to the religion question, if you put it in that manner that yeah, but my actually in the case that I've seen my parents, my mom always serve my dad, why don't you serve me? That is wrong but if you're in a friendship setting in the sense that you really care for that person hey nah drink that water yeah. that's yeah, completely yeah, yeah. okay I, here's the thing I think the problem is the mismatch in mindsets because if the woman is happy to serve the husband then it's and, a different story that's right? completely different yeah. because she's, she's she is totally within her right to treat her husband well and if she sees it as um, serving drinks as a way of uh, expressing this love the then language. by all means but yeah. it it becomes a problem when it's a mismatch when I'm like go and get your own damn drink and you expect me to serve you <laughs> exactly. then that's, that's a problem so you need to find someone and you need to talk about these things when you guys are dating because that's your yeah. non-negotiables which reminds me I actually know someone who got married Chinese uh, Chinese couple got married and then brought the mother to the honeymoon Aww. No way. Yeah, hmm? swear to God. The mother, <laughs> oh, I mean, they're a very like funky, <laughs> outgoing family. And he's an only child, I think. Ah, I see. Okay. So got married to a friend of mine. And then I was like, oh, got married. And then posted honeymoon photos. I was like, eh? Mother? Is this Nyonya? <laughs> she was in the photo also. And he was like, I see. Oh, okay. I've never seen that before. And good for them if they are happy but like I said it's an arrangement if you're happy with yeah. it yeah it's like a dynamic thing right yeah. if the family dynamic works then it works I can't believe it I was like can was you like, just no. give me <laughs> my <you>. space thanks <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah it depends well. yeah I think it depends on the person I think you need to talk about it you really need to talk about it so True. yeah okay I've got a next one for luckily you guys okay know. you want to take a break luckily my yeah. husband not like that too Oh, I did ask him before. Upper. I say like, do you wait? Do you expect me to like when you come home then have to like give you drink all this mm-hmm. and like must I really make for you breakfast every morning? Then he's like, huh? No need lah. <laughs> I can take myself. So sometimes he finds it very weird if like you want me to take for you rice. No need. I can take myself. Then I'm like, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> I'm like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but interesting. It's the, those kind of independent guys. Really, really. Yeah, like yeah. those kind of who got a chance to work overseas for a while. Then they come back. So they... Different yeah, because my husband worked for one year overseas before. Mm. So that's why he just does everything. Mm. Like he don't expect. So sometimes I feel very weird because... Um, I don't know whether I should say this. But my... Don't think my sister nor will listen. But I mean, I got married first. And mm. then my husband's sister got married, right? So... Like uh, so there were there was a period where all of us were living in the same house. Right. Okay. So because my uh my husband we like to visit my in laws. Hmm. Uh, you know, so we stay two weeks back, two weeks. Back. So um, yeah. Sometimes I see like how my sister in law treat the husband. Right. Like she will like prepare the f- the food. Then I make kind nasi. You know, hmm. get him a drink and teman him to eat and all this. Then a part of me felt like oh no, like am I. Am I lacking something as a yeah. wife? Then I like I panic. I like shit. Like but like what I say say. So I asked my husband, hey, and you you do expect me to like 
like serve you like that like you know if you want then you have to let me know then we have to yeah. chat about it because I then I don't want you to feel like how why my wife don't do this for me when mm. we actually never talk about it you know mm-hmm. then he's like oh no lah I okay one like you don't want to take for me also can but if you want to take, me, take for me also can lah yeah I don't la. mind you know mm. then I'm like okay okay can can because sometimes I see I'm like oh no like there's yeah. so much expectation like <laughs> yeah. like then like some more like our parent my parents in law is also there then I don't know like sometimes you can't really you your mind just goes everywhere and you think like Correct. are they thinking that I'm not being a good enough wife to yeah. my husband to take yep. care of their son you know but it's not the case I mean they are really cool people they don't mind how our each every and everybody's relationship is different you know yeah. Mm. but yeah it was just me I was just like panicking no it's okay <laughs> but I think part of this as well is however it, it's normal I think for everyone to yeah. have that voice and say wait am I doing okay yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a good self check you know yeah, it's a good yeah. thing it's not a bad thing yeah. but it was like yeah, am I doing okay and then you check with your partner it's like, it's like, I think the good thing was that you ask him and yeah, say like, like what are your expectations if if you expect me to do certain yeah. things yeah. Then, then you, you have to let me know yeah then I can tell you like how I feel about it and stuff but he so far I mean he's quite okay lah he just he's to him is as long as I am just be there as a partner mm. you know as a support because it's a tech team right um, I made him happy we laugh we have a good time like you know all is good in yeah. planet Tiara and Kari <laughs> okay actually leading up to um, there's something also quite related to what we were talking about I had another question mm. And this question reads... It wasn't a question. It was more like a statement. Gender roles in relationships. Oh. <laughs> and I said, good one. <laughs> yeah. How shall we branch out from there? Mm. Mm. We were just talking about it. Yeah. 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 Make you tea. Mm. <laughs> How about no? Uh, no, like, just kidding. I think it's... To start off, I think it's a cultural thing, correct? And mm-hmm. we're all, you know, like probably there's someone else from... The Western world who are listening to us, like in, in comparison to that, I, the, judging from my own relationship as well with my fiance, it's two completely different world. First thing is, I asked him, why do you want to date me? Even though we've known each other for 14 mm. years itself. It's the same thing as me as well. The reason why I don't want to date someone locally is because I've seen from my observation and from my experiences itself, even though I have a handful of good Malay men that I've dated, mm-hmm. he has the same problem as well. The women that he dated there is not quote-unquote... Um, womanly which his definition is like you know women they have this everybody has this picture of their perfect man or perfect woman right so all he wants was just a little bit of softness because LA is a very creative and you know like career-minded country itself so you barely have time to have skinship and like hey are you okay as simple as that so that's what he was looking for so gender roles I was so shocked when he was the kind of man who would actually but he was the one who would buy me sanitary pads tampons and he would he would actually give me heat packs for my periods Aww. you know keep so sweet yeah exactly keep and he was the one who was like I'm so used to because I live with my parents as well and I've seen my mom and dad I'm so used to making Sometimes making dinner, it's like you hungry? You want to eat? I'm like that. I'm that mm. kind. I'm that kind of person. Like tea as well and drinks. So when he comes home, uh, when I was living with him for a bit in LA, it was like, why are you making me dinner? Mm. I was like, because you just came back from work. So it's completely two different things. So to go back to the topic of gender roles, I think it's compromise, especially now. Mm. Like you look at a person, equality. Like if if that person is tired from from you know from work, just be there for them and that's it. I think it needs to be abolished in the sense 
especially in a relationship, that gender role perspective needs to be abolished and you just look at that person for being a human being. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I think instead of thinking about gender roles in a relationship, think about roles in the relationship. Mm, exactly. Mm. Uh, and I'm thinking, I'm saying this in a perspective of, of a married woman. Um, if the guy is saying, my wife cooks because she loves cooking, that's awesome. Mm. My, wife's cooks, my wife cooks because she's a woman, then that's a problem. Yeah, so yeah. I think, think about how, how you want to contribute to a relationship and there has to be a compromise, like she does it. Like if you, if you think, um, if, you love, if you love doing dishes or you don't mind doing dishes, then take one for the team, you know, yeah. and then your husband can do other things. It becomes a problem when you guys are so subscribed to gender roles and say, a woman has to do this. A woman can only a woman can do laundry because a guy was never raised to to do laundry. Yeah. Then fucking mm. learn lah. Sorry. Yeah. Then <laughs> learn. Because no, you can, you can. Then then just learn. You know, I we all we all learn when when we get married. I mean, like it's all our first marriages, assuming. Yeah. And I I wanted to bring up this incident where I think my husband had a conversation with his friends about driving. Mm. So I'm taking my driver's license right now and my husband doesn't have a driver's license. So he was talking to his friends about, eh, uh, if I if I if my wife, you know, gets a car and then she drives me around Bessie eh? and then they're like, huh? You want your wife to drive you around? What are you talking about? You should be the one driving her around. You're you're the husband. Then I'm like, okay, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not? Yeah, oh, it's twenty twenty. Like uh where are we right now? Are we in Saudi Arabia or something where I'm yeah, not allowed yeah. to drive? And I thought that was such a weird comment to make. Like they were genuinely concerned for me and him. Like, why oh. is Yo, why are you making your it. wife drive you around? <laughs> you know. And I thought that that was a good example of this expectation of gender roles. And it goes back to what are you happy to do for your husband yeah. or for your partner? If you're happy to do, you know, the stuff that he doesn't like, and you you're willing to take one for the team, whether it's fixing a light, whatever your expectation of of uh, you know of gender roles are. Um, if you're happy to do it, then good. And you can yeah. do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Um, I have nothing much to add except that I agree with both of what you uh, what you both just said. Um, I don't know. I just find it quite challenging to, uh, to sh- to to kind of give my perspective on it because, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say this without sounding like. My marriage is like, like my perf- my husband is very perfect or what? I I think he's perfect in to me to me lah in my eyes, but he's just incre- like he's very auto. Mm. So like all of the typical like electrical stuff he will do, but okay. it's not because he is just because I'm a girl and he's a boy that he gets to do that. Mm. It's more of like because I he just is better at it than me lah exactly. you know because I know nothing lah you know right yeah. I just sit down and like yeah you want me to take something for you and the thing is I try to help like okay fixing Ikea stuff for example yeah like the, before I got married my I'll be like okay you know I'm, I bought this for myself I'm gonna make it for my to store my makeup and everything I wanna do it but then my dad will come in like you're doing it all wrong let me do it it's not that he feels that he's a man that he has to it's just that I actually and my dad secretly likes to do it because yeah. <laughs> he keeps his mind going you know he's yeah. like come come let me do it and I'm like but I want to do it no 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 you're doing it all wrong yeah. mm. so that's why I agree with you like it's up if let's say you like doing it and you don't mind doing it then it's fine but it becomes if like you're a girl you're, you shouldn't be 
touching all these things like I think like why not like mm. why can't you teach me so sometimes I will help my husband like fix you what you need what screw but sometimes I don't know what screw lah like yeah. what where to get then I look at the wrong place then I kena school you know <laughs> so it's it's that kind of thing and um another thing is also like for example of my husband he just doesn't want me to get hurt mm. so it's more of like never mind I know that you will do stupid shit. So, because I tend to do it. I'm yeah. so clumsy. Mm. I hurt too. myself. I bruise like a peach. I can't, mm. you know. Yeah. So, I, I, there are just certain things. But um, I, I agree with both. I think all of us are on the same page that, you know, it just shouldn't be like, the, the gender thing should just be abolished. Like, if yeah. let's say you can drive and your husband cannot do it man isn't it like good like it's a good thing that you are driving your husband what why is so yeah. bad thing like why all you men think that it's a bad thing that your wife is driving you you True. know like I want to drive like I have been telling I can I have a license my husband has a license it's just that I have not driven in a very long time so every time I'm like mm, maybe why don't you let me drive no I don't trust you behind <laughs> the wheel which is not wrong because <laughs> I haven't been driving for a while, what? Right? Right, right. So it just is a communication thing, it's an expectation expectation thing, and yeah, like in general, just stop it, uh. Yeah, I think adding to that as well, like even even house chores because naturally, mm. you know, like men girls would think, eh, hey, girls should do it. No, I mean, take one for the team, uh, Like what Farisa was saying, like it, it, it's if, your house too. Exactly, yeah. it starts from that. It's not. I think when you start putting gender roles in the house, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm. You know, like you're supposed to be, you get married because you want to live with each other for a very, very long time. That's your one person to go to. So, because the gender roles, when has it turned into, you have to do this, I don't have to. When has it turned to that? When yeah. it started with friendship and love. Mm. Yeah. And also can always do things together. What? Ah, exactly. What's the point? <laughs> I right. mean, yeah, like, I mean, speaking of that, right, certain things, um, my fiancé would kill me when he, he would laugh at it when he listens to this, but, there's certain things that, granted, you want things to be done in a particular way, oh, yeah. which is completely ah. okay. You know, like, I'm saying this yeah. myself for coping mechanisms, but also, <laughs> he has his, like, he hangs his clothes in a certain way. So, you know, like, this is also a learning process for you to know your partner as well. If he likes it that way, then you do it that way. Lah. But mm-hmm. it has to have logics in it. Lah. Sure. You don't just do it because of it. But, yeah. Generals, lah. abolish it. No more. I think to show, it was... This one example is a good demonstration of like generational differences. So mm. before we got our own place, uh, we used to stay with my parents. And so one day, I think going to work, uh, and before we were going to work, uh, Kyril was ironing his clothes. So my mom walked past and then she was like, why are you ironing? Go and ask Fariza to do it. And then I'm like, eh, <laughs> I'm busy. I'm getting, I'm like trying to get ready to go to work. Why are you expecting me to iron his clothes? And but that's my mother's um, expectation mm. because she irons my dad's clothes. Mm. But but he was like, no, 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 it's okay. I can I can iron it myself. And he was raised by very, very strong like women household. Like he was raised by sisters uh, um, and a mom who like gave no shit about whether you are a guy or a girl. Everybody cleans in the house. Yeah. Everybody has like equal responsibility. So I think it also comes from how you were raised and mm. whether you want to perpetuate these practices or you want to stop it altogether it's from observation also mm. yeah and the more i see my mom cooking for my dad and my dad you know after working sitting at the sofa not doing anything the more <laughs> i want to make sure my husband is not like that so yeah. for me that's, it's a, just good, like a, that's a good learning. one yeah i mean just to share also my mm. like talking about parents right observation i think i'm like my parents they don't subscribe to that at all 
because my dad is the one who cooks. Oh. Yeah, and my mom does most of the that like the house chores. So Serious? it's like a yeah. So, so like my I mean, I think when I was growing up, we had uh, I'm the only child, so we had helper to take care of. Like last time, my late grandparents were living with us, so um we had a helper to help but once we didn't have a helper like my mom would be coming home later than my dad so my dad would be the one who cooks ah. so he will cook like hi raya he will cook my mom will help him out like to chop whatever but he'll just meet, do the main cooking my mom will be baking yeah. yeah then he will she, but she will she's a clean freak so okay. anything to do with cleaning she, he don't touch because he knows that if he touch it will never be good enough <laughs> yeah so yep that's the that's like how I view my parents like doesn't I, so I grew up knowing that oh actually dads also or males also can be in the kitchen like so he does all of that he does the like all of the basically the um, all the woodwork lah the carpentry stuff so he does all of the handiwork stuff also mm. so that's when I grew when I grew up I'm like oh actually I I would prefer to have a husband who can like be in the kitchen you know don't mind being in the kitchen so he rarely. Like, he just lip up and watch TV lah, of course. But when he's like, okay, I want to cook. Why you want to eat? Like, mm. he will ask my mom, so yeah. what you want to eat today? Yeah. Then my mom will be like, mm, I think I want this. Then later she will, some, then later she will offer like, oh, uh, come on, I go and go to the minimart and help you buy whatever. Mm, so he will just prepare the quality. And, yeah, it's all teamwork. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's all teamwork. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It, I do, yeah, it's family also, Ooh. like, observation. I grew up in the same family setting as Fariza. Oh. Same. My parents are like, even when my fiancé came over, uh, he was ironing his own clothes. Same, same thing. Mm. Ironing his own clothes and then he woke up the money and then he was like doing the bed, you know. And then my mom was like, Why are you doing it? I was like, Why? What's yeah, the yeah. problem? Because they're so, it's like so new to them, you see. Yeah. So I'm just like, that's why I want to deviate as far as far away from whatever my, my parents actually grew up because it's supposed to be a tech team like yeah. same my mom also like would wake up in the morning cook food for my dad and yeah. everything mm. baju siap and everything I was like mm, equal cannot lah yeah. I also think men should not be praised for doing the bare minimum mm. so if mm. a guy is mopping the floor no need to take photo and like <laughs> bagus yeah. yeah. wow. it's his house ah. yeah. he's also paying for your house ah. That's like, he's just doing what's expected I, if I mop the floor how come my husband never take photo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> is what I agree with you <laughs> 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 manjakan, in a sense that it's I had this one adding to that sorry to insert yeah. adding to that I have this one friend who actually told me this jangan like quote unquote manjakan probably the, for the lack of a better word jangan manjakan mm. in a sense that if your yeah if your husband or your partner is doing that like whatever is asked for in a woman or a wife to do like you don't have to you celebrate it yes but you don't have to celebrate it in that way you know? it gets to their head in a way which mm. I completely understand so yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that yeah. Yeah, like click and send to family group chat. Oh, clap, 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 clap. And then he only does it once a year before hiring. Tak ada lah. Sikit aja. Sekejap aja tadi. Sekarang kalah. Okay, okay. Siapa lagi? Who's next? Questions. Do you have any? Do you guys have any? I have. I have. I, I don't have a question as in okay so this is a question that I got for a podcast topic lah mm. but I thought it was quite interesting because um, yeah we are living in this COVID world so the question was um, how do you now view like your friendships I think it's more for friendships ah. uh, how do you now view your friendships especially given the COVID situation mm. I guess the context was in a term of like how 
how close you are like how has covid changed your friendship dynamic if it has mm. or how are you coping with you know keeping tabs on your friends because okay for me i mean i mean i'll just kick start ah mm. i similar to fariza i only have a very select group of friends i can count my friends with my fingers mm. okay so you i have 20 fingers uh <laughs> no i i mean okay i think i can count 10 10 Yeah, 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 yeah. I can, yeah. I can call my friends with my fingers. Um, this is just my own. Cause my husband said we have another group of friends, lah. But that one also quite small, um, small group. And I don't. I think as I grow older, I just kept to this select few because I don't see a need to have more friends. I mean, now that we are meeting, of course, you're considered friends also, lah. But you know, it's those kind of friends where who like what you said. You know, know you inside out has seen you break apart, cry your happiest, your lowest, right? I find that in uh during COVID, I think especially during circuit breaker last year, I think I got very very emotional because I took I, I took I feel like I took for granted the time oh. that I have with my friends because we never we did not get to see each other we only got to see each other online and it got me very sad because I think during uh Malam Raya right so my friend decided to she lives here uh yeah anyway she 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 just like went to my there are three of us she just went to each of our houses mm. just to deliver brownies for oh, her yeah. raya mm. for us lah then I remember I think when she was at the door because at that time still circuit breaker so it's technically like delivery right just put and go away Like I think I remember I felt very sad. Like I felt so emotional because oh my god I have never not seen you in person for so many months. So like now that phase two and phase three is all like now we are in phase three. I think it made me value my friendships even more mm. now. Mm. Um, because I really feel like life is so short ah, and you know you make it count. So now that twenty twenty one is in. I made it a point. I think it was it was one of my goals that you know I want to make sure that I make more time for my friends. I want to be more attentive to them and be a better friend. Cause I feel like sometimes I'm a shit friend. Mm. Like they do so much for me, right? They are so thoughtful to me. But like, I mean, I love them and I care for them. It's just that why can't I show the amount of yeah. care they show me or even more? Yeah. Like they can know what. Birthday present to buy me, and they know how to make me like. Oh my god! Like I love this, but then like for me, when I think, oh my god, like what do I buy for them for their birthday? You know, like I'm a terrible friend. So like I told myself, you know what, twenty twenty one, I'm gonna be a better friend. I want to make more time for my friends. And so far, we have been trying to meet once every two weeks, which is something very rare that we didn't get to do last year because of COVID, and even before that because of our career and our job and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's how I view how COVID has changed my views of not say changed my views of friendship, but it's more like it deepened my how I value my relationship with my friends. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Hmm. <laughs> Where do we want to different? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I do a self check as well. I think I realize mm-hmm. I have. Like really, I can count my friends with my hands as well, like with fingers, hands. Fingers got two. Fingers got two. Self check again. Yeah. Catch myself. Um, but also another thing that happened during COVID for me was I realized that within the group of friends, it grew smaller after co- during COVID, mm. because I realized that I had acquaintances and not friends. Mm. That was my realization. So it grew smaller, and I was at that point in time I was. One frustrated because my fiance is far away. Mm. Two, I'm trying to catch my uh, career. I know I'm a late bloomer career wise because I've have been doing. I mean, this is subjective to everyone what their career goals are, but I have been in long term relationships before, 
And in COVID, and especially when I was with my fiance, I was like, what the hell did I did with my life, man? I didn't mm. do anything. I wasted my time on guys. Whoa, okay. So it was a huge realization for me. So in COVID itself, I, I quote unquote, for the lack of a better word, threw away all the acquaintances that who just wanted to be friends with me because, you know, of something and not for the friendship itself. Um, and yeah, and I spent, I, I didn't get a spend more time with my friends because I was busy throwing the, all the acquaintances away. Because I really think if you, the people that you surround yourself with, your support system is really important. Mm. It, at that point in time, it got to me that I was wrong uh, career-wise. Uh, people were not backstabbing me, but people were like, for their own gains, wanting to work with me. And also friendship-wise, I realized that my friends, not friends, but acquaintances at that point in time, do not know me for the person of who I am. So I was like, okay, throw, 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 throw. And then the f- few friends that I have, yeah, that was what happened to me during COVID. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, yeah, like like what Tiara said, I'm I think I'm quite a bad friend. Like all I do is show up, and then you <laughs> message me, I reply, yeah. but I don't do anything else. You know, like I don't say, hey, thanks for being my friend, hashi hashi, thing. So I'm I'm not a very like um like mushy mushy person to begin with. So I think last year I can go for months not meeting my best friend, like someone I, I met that in secondary school and we've been best friends ever since. I can I probably meet her like maybe twice or thrice a year. Once my birthday, two her birthday, and then once probably at high raya. So that's mm. three times. And yeah, it, I, I think I actually liked being away from people and being detached somewhat, um, to be honest. I think because I'm such an introvert. So mm. I have to plan my meetings and with friends mm. like way in advance so that I can mentally prepare myself. So even this meetup is going to yeah. be exhausting for me. And... Um, <laughs> So I actually really quite appreciated the distance because we were we were texting like normal, you know, WhatsApp groups and whatnot and catching up on social media and not being able to meet. I think it didn't really change mm-hmm. um, our friendship because we've been friends for so long, like the same friends that I, I met when I was much younger. But I think what was interesting was um, I had like a heart-to-heart talk with one of my friends and then she's, she's based in Germany. Mm. And then a few days later, I received flowers at my door. It was from her. Aww. And I've never <laughs> received flowers. Right now. Hello. Not even from my, my husband. Never received flowers or from friends. And she sent me flowers and she just said, I think, yeah, it's, it's that card on the notice board there. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a bad friend. I was just reminded by how shitty of a friend I was because it was so nice for her to have, to have done this. She was all the way in Germany and then she sent me these flowers um, just to cheer me up. So I asked my husband, what do I do? And he said, you send stuff back lah. And I said, really? But like... But I'm not a gift person. Like I'm a like I'm there for you person. Like if you talk to me, I will, I will you know just like I will lie on you. And he said no, but I mean it's just the normal nice thing to do. And even that I needed instructions because I, I didn't know what to do. So like you know I'm planning to I cannot say cannot say but <laughs> yeah. So so even that like reciprocating nice gestures from friends, it's something that's hard. And I'm still learning even mm. at thirty four. Mm. Yeah. I think especially COVID as well, with mental health involved, it's really important to check on. Yeah. Very important. Very important, Because the suicide rates actually went up. So, yeah. yeah. Check yep. on your friends online. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Check on them, guys. Just say, how are you? Send them memes. It's phase three. You can have seven friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you guys panas? No, no. You're okay. okay. I'm okay. okay. Anybody needs a break? 
Oh good. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I didn't got rhythm. I got flow. Podcasters. Podcasters. Of course. Podcasters need to talk. 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 This is where a normal daily basis, right? If I go to work, I'm like quiet. It's like, why are you quiet? Because we talk for a living. <laughs> right? It's like, because we talk. It's like, why are you so quiet? Yeah. Podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. It's okay. Okay. I've got one more question. Most epic friendship conflict. Again, hmm. sorry. Most epic friendship conflict. Must you be still be friends with these people now? <laughs> you can, you can. No question. You can. Though I'd be curious to see how you amend things. I don't like a fight. I honestly don't like a fight. Hmm. I try to walk out the room if like I know something is going to happen. So you walk away, yeah? Because for the few of not... It's not that I'm not a non-confrontative. I am. Mm. I will fight, you know. But the thing is, I'm afraid of hurting the person with whatever I will say. Mm. Because at the end of the day, it's not because I have a sharp tongue. It's because that the truth always comes out when you fight with someone. Mm -hmm. So the best thing is, if you don't want to hurt someone, and you wouldn't know, even if you know that person for like a long time, you don't know when they will hold it against you. Just because. Mm -hmm. Do you think girl friendships are very (laughs) passive-aggressive? Yes, you agree. (laughs) I was like, not all. Not Not all. all. But I've always heard how catty girls can be. I remember there was a point in my life where yeah. I preferred to have more guy friends than girlfriends. I mean, even from young, like in secondary school, mm. a lot of my close friends were more guys than mm. girls because, I don't know, at secondary school, like all the girls, all they wanted to do was just get into relationships and then like, kau tahu dia cakap dia ni, dia ni cakap dia tu. Like, kau tahu dia mati dengan ni ni, lepas tu dia keluar dengan Is it a girl thing? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I do not know because this is like 10, 10 15 years ago. Yeah. don't know how things have changed since then. But at that time, I remember I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to have fun with the guys over here and just talk about, I don't know, soccer, think girls that they like so that I can like, oh, you like this girl? Sure or not? You know, because like, you know, like, they just, they are really straight. Some guys are just straight. Last time lah, guys are just very, very simple. Yeah. It's like, wah, aku suka dia ni. Oh, you too. Macam mana eh? Aku cakap dia lah. Like, yeah, then I'll be the en- I'm the enabler. I'm like, why don't you go and try to talk to her? Yeah. Yeah. But don't be creepy about it. Just talk to her. But girls, they are like, I don't know, I just like to stir shit. That was shit what la. I went through during COVID. Sorry. I was like throwing acquaintances away because of that. I was like, because How I do you throw away say, acquaintances? Just stop talking to them? Uh, yeah, because I don't want to just tell them and say, hey, you're being an asshole right now. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, you know, just slowly go back away from them. Back yeah, away. back away, exactly. Back away. That's my, my okay. tactic, but... I think I don't think it's a female thing to be catty. I think guys have their locker room talk, which mm. is oh, worse yes. as well, okay, which I okay. have heard. But um, passive aggressiveness, I think it happens, uh, regardless of gender. Mm. It happens. Mm. But that's why I was walking away from. <laughs> that's healthy. That sounds really healthy. I had, I think the only one major fight that I had, and I'm no longer friends with this person. Uh, let me try and. You give them names, ah. There's, okay, so there's three of us. This happened. I also cannot say how how old I was when this happened because, mm. um, you know, like, Details. Yeah, common <laughs> friends and whatnot. Uh, but I was part of like a trio. It was me, let's say, uh, Sarah, Sarah and uh, Anna, lah, okay? So, um, Sarah was the kind of person who was uh, very much into her boyfriend. And she was a serial dater. So she would be in long-term relationships and then 
we would hang out, but she would cancel plans and say, oh, sorry, sorry, my, my boyfriend's plans just um, opened up and then I'm going to meet him. I'll catch up with you girls another time, that kind of thing. And because we've been friends for so long, we thought like, okay, no issue lah. Like, um, you know, it's, it's totally fine. But it, the, the fight happened or it started when it was Anna's birthday and we were planning a surprise birthday party for her. And Sarah was, um, it was like a weekend and we were arranging this party. I think it was at Sentosa or something. And, you know, the, the party worked out fine. It was, it was a good party. I mean, we invited our boyfriends and mm. we had cake and whatnot, that kind of thing. Um, but after that, she started ghosting us even more. And then oh. me and Anna would have like, okay, MSN again on, on chat, right? Be like, eh, um, she cancelled on us again. So we like, don't know what's going on. So we finally had enough and then after like days and days of ghosting, it just became so obvious that she was, you know, trying to do something and we had like a group chat and asked her, hey, what, why are you like not meeting up with us? Like, what did we do? And mm. so she said, um, she said, you guys, um, you guys planned this birthday party and you forced me to cancel my tuition. Eh? And because of that, I cannot earn money and you guys didn't even offer to pay me money that I lost. Mm. And I'm like, huh? Up how is me? How is like? So because like it was, I mean, we were celebrating Anna's birthday. Anna's birthday fell on a certain day, and so it was natural to to have a surprise party on that day. And she could have told me that, hey, I cannot make it that day. Can we do the surprise party another time? So she was upset that we made her cancel plans, and and her, and even her boyfriend was saying, you know, like why, um, like your friend should offer to pay because you were you miss work, you miss tuition, that kind of thing, you know. Hey, but so I was like. <laughs> Then I was just really puzzled and I was like, I didn't even bother to fight for the friendship, even though we had been friends for a long time. Because at that point I was like, you are someone who you you know you you prioritize your boyfriend when he's there, but when he's bad or when you're fighting, you come to us. And it's such a fair weathered friend to be. Yep. And I was like, okay, whatever. Then if you don't want to be friends with us anymore, um, just say so. And she said, yes, I don't be friends anymore. Thank you. <laughs> and we were like, okay. And then we just stopped talking and then it just ended like that, which is very sad when you think about it because we've been friends for so long and and it was just that one fight and we didn't bother uncovering really what was the issue. Maybe she had money problems. Maybe, you know, she wasn't telling us something, yeah. but... We, we just didn't take the time and I was like I was just so offended I was like how dare you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ask me to course. pay you for missing like missing tuition like we were all hustling we all had our own like side, side jobs and whatever and we were young so yeah we just broke off that, that friendship and then Anna and I are still friends but I don't even um, have Sarah on my social media pages like I don't even I cut her off completely like, I'm quite hardcore like that if I break up with you, I cut you off. Oh, if yeah. I'm not friends with you, I cut you off also. And it just keeps my my mind a bit clearer and simpler. Mm. Yeah. So that was my most epic, epic friendship fight. I don't know. All online. Oh. <laughs> okay, mine, um, friendship fight, I, I think this was one of the bigger ones. Uh, still, like, happened when I was quite young. It, it stemmed because, you know, there was a whole clique of friends right mm. and the trouble was that you know people started like hooking up and getting together getting into relationships and that was what happened so i got into a relationship with one of the people in the group of friends and it didn't the relationship didn't last it uh ended quite i would say it ended it just ended and i was quite upset about it 
And I am at that when at that age, I was very into like blogging and like expressing my feelings online. Life journal, life journal. Ah, life journal. No, no, no. Uh, Tumblr, Tumblr, Tumblr. Ah, uh. uh. I think uh, no, I was using WordPress, but I had a Tumblr. Uh. So, but you know, Tumblr you can reblog, reblog, mm, reblog. I don't know. I never figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, the relationship ended, and I was pretty like hung up about it, and I decided to write about it. And apparently, a lot of the other people within our group of friends were not happy that I was writing about it. Cause I'll, to them, they were thinking that I just was trying to create like a sappy story and um and all that lah. So um, what happened was that you know they just started they they just kind of stopped talking to me, kind of like ignored me. And after one day, I think some two two of them from that same group, two guys just decided to take it upon themselves not even my ex ah yeah they just decided to take it upon themselves and like gang up on me on MSN oh no yeah so there was they opened like a group what? chat like just me he, these two guys and me and just like really blasting me and saying that you know like why are you writing all this stuff like you know the relationship is over get over it you know um and then for some reason it I can't really recall what was the details exactly, but the conversation turned out to be what was wrong with me mm. as a person. So like, oh, you always talk about yourself. I think I remember that was, oh, you do you realize that every time you talk, you know, it ends up the conversation ends up being about you, um, you know, and all of everything lah. And it was just like a conversation me versus these two guys, and then I was just sitting there like, okay, like so what what what's your purpose? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I. I'm writing all of these because this is my way of expressing my thing. But if you know, like I don't understand what your problem is. Like I did not break up with you. Yeah. I break up with that guy. So I thank you. I mean, it's great that you're standing up for him or whatever. But why are you so nice to them? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I think at that point I was just like, I'm not that kind of person who, if I know that I'm right, I don't really like to kind of push you about it. Mm. So. Yeah, it just went and then they just keep blasting. So I just, I sponge it out. Sponge, 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 sponge. Then at the end, I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's just call it a day. Like, I don't think there's any solution to it. So let's carry on. And I left, I left that. I just like disengaged myself with that group of friends completely. What about the girls in the group? Oh, the girls in the group. I'm still, com- um, okay, one of the girls in the group was together with one of the guys that she talk to me hmm. and I was very disappointed with her at that time because I think she was being put at a difficult spot like she wanted to support me but at the same time she was in a relationship with this guy so I um, I kind of let her be and I was very disappointed because like, I was expecting her to like tell the guy like why do you have to attack her online like if you know you can just tell it to her face to face have a chat with her like she's not gonna eat you up you know yeah, yeah. and um, but she didn't she just she was enabling him to just let it be. Mm. So from then on, I disengaged from the group. I just did my own thing. And that's when, you know, I started to find like the real friends. I, I went back to my friends. Because my, these two close friends I was chatting just now, right? They were in a, they were studying in a different place. Mm. So I didn't get to, to, to hang out with them as often. Mm. So um, yeah, I disengaged. And eventually, I think two, three months down the road, I, um, I think I just decided that, you know what, let's, I'm not going to be a little bitch, so I'll just like be civil with them regardless because they just completely ignored me. After a while, they actually approached me to mm. apologize to me 
to say that like okay I know I was being a dick at that time like I apologize but yeah like sorry is one thing like I I, I told them straight out, I said like, yeah I forgive you yeah I forgive you but like I'm never gonna forget what you did to me ah. yeah for like sure. I'm so sorry but until today I can never look at this like cause my friend ended up marrying that guy who who one of the guys oh, who talked to yeah, me right yeah. i for he apologized to me already right so i'm fine with it but like and then i until today i still i don't feel i just feel like i cannot i cannot forget what that whole thing was about like it could yeah. have totally been avoided it was so unnecessary right and ever since then like, i kind of broke apart from the group and i only con- communicated with people that i actually like mm-hmm. like so individually Mm-mm. Yeah, so that was one of my epic drama, friendship drama. When I look back on it, right, kau bodoh siya. Like it was so embarrassing. Like I talk to myself, I think myself like, what the? Why was I so emotionally invested? Oh my god! <laughs> like now that you are older, you are like, yeah. there's so many things in life to worry about, yeah. and you were just complaining about that shit. So yeah, I mean, no hard feelings. If anyone is listening, I'm fine with everybody. I don't care. You, I hope that you all are having a good life, you know. Happy things are, good things are coming your way. It's fine. Mm-hmm. just that at that time, it was something that affected me a lot. And since the question is why epic friendship yeah. fights, right? That was one of my epic ones that I've ever experienced. And I'm glad that I don't have to experience it ever yeah. again. So all the best to you guys. I have nothing against you. Um, Yeah, all the best. YOLO. <laughs> I think that's the best thing about growing old as well. Eh? You just, you don't like, you go. Yeah, correct, yeah, correct. correct. Yeah, it's like I love not. it. I, yeah. I love it. I don't need I, I just feel like I just don't need the energy Like if I How have not, uh? Yeah I'm tired Like yeah. I'm really tired At, at this age I'm just like I don't know where I'm gonna die It's really I'm just gonna be truthfully upfront with you guys uh. Like okay. I'm I call this the morbid mentality mm-hmm. This is my morbid mentality I always tell myself like, You know what I don't know where I'm gonna die um. Might as well I just do things Or spend it Spend time with people who really matter to me. I don't want to spend my time being angry at people because like I don't, don't want to die angry. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Scarlett, you know that you are angry. This person, then the next day, pop, you did. Then like, Allah. what life do you live? You exactly. you leave the world feeling crappy. Like yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that for myself. So I rather just disconnect. And you know, I hope that everybody is having a good life. Ah, you know. Yep. Happy fights. Adding to that. I, like I said, I don't have epic fights, but I just... Uh, observation once again. I realise that, irregardless of age as well, women can be catty and passive-aggressive in a sense that people, some of them can give... Uh, they like to give backhanded compliments. Ooh. What does that mean? What does that mean? Let's as in like, backhanded compliments is saying that sometimes it can be via Instagram. Like, you know, you can share a quote, but it's actually meant for someone else. Oh. I hear all these kind of stories all the time. Like, eh, I don't have time to deal with this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crap, you know? Like, sub, uh, what do you call it? Uh? Subliminal. Yeah. yeah, subliminal yeah. message. Uh. And then after that, no, it's not even that. Even in face-to-face, right, observations as well. Like, you know, the thing, I, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm the kind of friend that people would tell me things for no apparent reason. I'm like, okay, because I absorb, you know, and I'm like, okay lah, I won't, of course, you won't tell the other person, I was like, okay, just vent, it's okay. Mm. So you observe these kind of things, right? I won't say who or whatever it is, but it's just a general observation that when you tell me these kind of things, and then when we are in the gathering, I've seen one situation where we we are in a trio. I don't know why it always happens in a trio. It's just crazy. So in a trio itself, and then after that, this one girl, let's call her, let's reuse the name Sarah and Anna. So I have a friend called Sarah who is actually secretly angry with Anna. Okay. So Anna, we all <laughs> going to lunch together and then it's just 
bitchy as hell. I just want to get out of the situation. And then this uh, Sarah, wait, Sarah was angry with Anna, right? So Sarah was like, uh huh, nice dress. I was like, oh, unnecessary. Does Anna know? No. Oh no. Oh, that's it. That's not. That's being a shitty friend. Don't yeah. be that person. Right. <laughs> exactly. You was like, okay. That was why during COVID I was like, okay, walking away. <laughs> okay, okay. But also, are you still friends with well. the both of them? No. Oh. Far even before COVID, I was like, okay, okay, getting up. <laughs> and then um, Instagram quotes as well. Why would you want to do that to the person that you're angry to? Just text, call, and say, hey, I'm actually angry with you. It's as simple as that. Yeah, this yeah. is why going back to Tiara's point of being friends with guys, it's so easy. <laughs> is you it? just fight it out, <laughs> and then you just say, hey, I don't like uh, the way that you say that those kind of things to me. It's it's so. No, I I can't because I don't have many guy friends. I don't think I've I've only exclusively had like very close girlfriends, and so far non problematic ah. Like if you are just like this bit dramatic, or you like to like put on Instagram quotes, and then you put me on close friends, and it's, you exclude me from other groups and whatever. Then I'm like. Hey, no need lah. Yeah. No time. Good. Yeah. My leg. Like, I, I, I cannot. I got no time. Ah. Yeah. I, I really scroll. got no time. Ah. I just like, ah, okay lah, can lah, whatever. Thanks for putting me your close friend. Or not lah, I don't care lah. I really yeah. cannot lah. Like all, my clo- like all my close friends, I I think I'm quite blessed and lucky that we all have been friends yeah. for so long that we are all getting old together. So that's why we just cannot give a shit about Yeah, and just be cranky about everything. I was yeah. like, well, why would you want to do that? Like, yeah. why? Yeah, I don't want to be... If, I'd, I'd rather age. be angry at other people than be angry at my friends. For what? Okay, guys. Yes. We've gone on for quite some time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> can conclude now. Wow, yeah. can. Can. Okay, thank you. Uh, I don't know how to end. I never know how to end <laughs> these things. Yeah, but thanks ah. Uh. See you soon. No worries. Thanks for <laughs> us, uh, for having us. Yeah, but thanks for this. This is our we end for her. We end for her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's always like this. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a podcast to problem. I usually do not know how to end it, but know. anyways, we'll try. Thank you for yourself for for. <laughs> Thank you for yourself for actually inviting <laughs> me and <in Tiara. laughs> Yeah, thanks for yourself but for opening up your home yeah. uh, to us. Yeah, it was like a. This is my first time collaborating Same. with like in person because last time in Circuit Breaker it was always a call. Uh, so it's great to have some FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Good vibes, um, good topics, and yeah, thanks Fariza for like organizing this. Yep. Cue so applause sound effect. Hey, please insert for me. Insert thank my you. applause. Yes, thank you. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm really quite surprised because this is the first time that we three, all three of us are meeting, and I don't know if we were following each other before, but. It's really awesome to like meet people and then just like and then get along ah. It's very yeah. nice ah. Yeah. Like literal conversations. Yeah. Yes. That's what the world is lacking right now. That's why podcasters win. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Please listen to our podcast, frankly, my dear, and uh, Te Talk and Irusi. Woo. Yep. We'll see you next time. See Bye. Ya. Bye.